What is going on, everybody? And welcome to another Those Guys You Hate mini sesh. Tyler, my brother, the other Menendez. How you doing this week, brother? I am okay, Ryan. How you doing? I am doing just fine. That's not true. I'm struggling in almost every facet of my life, mm-hmm. but we're here. Look at you telling the truth. And it, it felt weird. Yeah. I was just kidding. I'm on top of the world. I feel like a million bucks. Our audience expects you to lie to them and tell them how everything's going to be okay. You oh, you, you guys look great. You, <laughs> I don't know why I'm lashing out so early in the episode. I usually keep that for after intermission. Today, Tyler. At least you're putting people's guard up. Yeah. Which is yeah, what we want. We want to yeah. start you off in the right position. Right. And this one, you can actually let your guard down. Reverse cowgirl. And the reason why is because... We're talking about good stuff, Tyler. I am going to finish off my little suite of the time that the universe and I held hands and we chuckled. Do you remember last week I told the story of me and the youths dancing in the car together after a a, a tense situation? Correct. Something that I will live with forever. I have two quick little stories of something along those lines. So what what I mean is it's me joking around with the universe. It's me uh, experiencing joy with strangers. It's just one of those little wink and nods from from something bigger than me that just mm-hmm. makes me feel good about humanity. Does that? I I, I want to make sure I'm explaining it right. Yeah, it's a feel good story. Usually, you come sure. in here and we'll tell a story about how it makes one of us look bad, and we're always doing something wacky or zany or even stupid. This one you were leading up to telling the audience it's going to make you feel good as you walk away from. Well, it. at least it made me feel good. These and that's are all things, that matters, right? You know, I, I am obsessed, some may say unhinged, when it comes to seeing numbers now. I dated a woman not that long ago, and she was into the angel numbers, okay? Mm -hmm. And now, I've never been a numbers guy, but it has now turned into this weird situation with me. And for those who may be uninitiated, angel numbers are three, are patterns of numbers that show up uh, in a row. One, 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 two, 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 so on and so forth. 11, 11 on the sure, clock. And, sure. and, and what that means, as I can hear you guys all collectively roll your eyes at your AM radio. Am I doing it that loudly? Yes. I'm so sorry. You got to get that checked out. Your pupils are way too raised. Why does it creak when I move? It sounds like you're flipping through a book. <laughs> so it's almost like this idea that the universe or something bigger than you is using this pattern and it's using this code to say, hey, you're on the right track. You're sure. doing a good job because so many of us are telling ourselves we're not doing a good job. We're not on the right track. So that has kind of turned into something for me. These stories that I'm telling you is a different idea, but in that same vein where it is like, man, life is really beautiful. If you just pay attention in these really weird situations, here I am with somebody that I've never met just feeling really good. So I'll give you two very quickly. Now this one, it's not as much that where I'm feeling really good, but it's where I'm looking at a stranger and it's almost as if We've known each other forever. This one's a little bit more abstract. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on this show, but growing up, especially in the romance department, I was a rat bastard. Have I ever mentioned that on this show? Once or twice. Once or twice. And I guess that all dates back to my own insecurity, my own look for being accepted. What I think a lot of people don't understand is cheaters, where it feels like a weapon, it's really a shield. It's, It's to protect yourself. You don't feel... Uh, enough love coming from this one person. So you go looking for another person. Does that make sense? Yes. Insecurity is what leads people down those roads. Well, you go looking for the love that you can't feel on your, by yourself. Sure. Mm -hmm. And generally speaking, if you can't feel it on your own, one person, two people, all the people aren't going to make you feel it. No one is going to make. Correct. So I have just screwed a woman over. Okay. And in varying degrees, I don't Mm -hmm. remember what it was. So we met at a restaurant to hash it out. I mean, we had gone back and forth 
a million times. You ever been in a relationship like that where you just should have broken up the first time, but you just go like a salmon swimming upstream. You got to get back to where you don't want to be. This is your feel good story. Bringing me down old negative memories, huh? Well, the you, answer is yes, Ryan. The answer is yes. <laughs> I remember. Wasn't, God. Wasn't that so funny, Tyler? Huh? Yeah. She Hilarious. Just, you just don't get it, do you? Oh, it was two toxic substances that are both equally deadly, but don't mix. Just being together. Sure, all just the clashing. Time. Yeah. And yeah. is this just my own perspective? I feel like that that the world is just replete with that nowadays. Am I am I just seeing the world through my own view? And if you think that you know that everybody's life is the way that yours has been leading up to now, I think the 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 image is falling away. I think the 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 haze is falling away. In that our parents' generation, that was the goal. It was get married, have kids, have the little white picket fence house, and marriage. Even during their time was the minority. It's been the minority for a long time. There are more divorce divorced people than there are married people. So I just think that the, as I said, the haze is falling and uh, and people are starting to realize that it wasn't as hunky-dory as people made it out to seem. And I believe, and I don't have the statistics here in front of me, that 60% of those men in those relationships were actually gay, Tyler. Is that true? Back in the 50s, 60% of married men Gay, Tyler. While Look I, it up. Well, I love that stat. Look the, it up, The Tyler. number seems a little high, Ryan. 55%. <laughs> Can I get you to do 55? I'm getting closer to agreeing with you. 60%. I'm back. <laughs> Power move. You don't know how to negotiate. All right, fine. Now I'm gay. 61. So I'm at this restaurant. We're hashing it out. She, the problem is, is that we're never going to meet in the middle. We, we can't figure out how to coexist because we, we have, I'm deeply insecure and I'm doing the wrong things. And she has whatever is going on inside of her that makes her attracted to somebody who is deeply insecure and dealing with all of those kind of things. Well, it's selfish dealing with selfish. It's two selfish people just constantly churning that selfishness back in on each other. And your selfishness presents itself in different ways because with her, she just wanted what she wanted, which was me. And she was willing to go through anything, even if it and her life sucked, you know? And, and uh, enabling. We sure. will enable those that we love just so we don't upset them yep. and drive them away. I got some people in my life like that right now. So we're there, wow. we're hashing it out. This is my own little tiny, this is my own little tiny story here as a aperitif, if you will. She is upset. We've had a couple of drinks in the middle of the day. She gets up, she walks out. She's crying there in front of the in front of the whole restaurant. So She's it's going crying. well, you say. Quite well. Yeah. This is actually the, the 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 calmest any of our interactions have been in months. So I'm she feeling- got too excited, everybody. Okay. She's going outside to empty some of those excitement tears, and then she's coming back in here Mother- to have a good time. Those are tears of joy. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I, I, I. You just, wait till wait, 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 wait till I dismount a little. I, I, I you got excited. I did. You were just nailing it. I wanted to be part of it. So I should have let you in. I'm sorry. As she walks out, she walks past. I would say a ten top, uh, ten people, a family, a black family, or do I say African American? No, you sound like an idiot when you say African American. Just say black. Okay, a black family. Thank you very much. And <laughs> as it should be. I would believe the grandmother is seated at the head of the table. What seemed uh, to be the matriarch. Good for them. Perhaps it was her birthday. I'm not certain, but sure. she was, well, let's call it the foot of the table because she is looking back at me. Okay. Mm. So as she storms out, I am already got a little buzz going on. So I stay there calmly. I let her kind of go. I pay the tab. I get up. And so I am maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 feet behind her. And as I'm walking out, the matriarch of the family 
looks at me and we lock eyes as if this is one of my family members who just understands. She looks at me and kind of squints her eyes a little bit with a smile on her face. And she just shakes her head <laughs> for the people who are listening. You can't see me do this. She just shakes her head like a coy kind of, yeah. what did you do here? Smile. It's a, it's a slow shake to let her know that she wants you to see Every last inch of that motion back. Sure, it, but it was playful. It wasn't judgmental. Like you piece of shit. I, you obviously hurt her. Mm. It was just like you little rap, you dog, you, you little rap scallion. And we both started laughing. I, I, I hope I don't think that it was at this woman's weird expense. position. <laughs> it's a weird position. We just exploded in. in laughter. None of her family saw what was going on. The woman that I was with didn't see what was going on. Thank God. And I walked out of there just thinking like, what an insane moment I just had. Sure. You didn't walk out of there laughing, did you? You weren't carrying the laughter with Pointing you. Pointing and. Uh, no, I just, yeah. I, again, I was a bit, I was a, a bit behind her. Mm -hmm. So she never picked up on any of this, but it was Good. just- the moment that I had with her would be almost like the moment that you think you would have with your own grandmother, where she would be like, I love you, but come on, man, yeah. what are you doing? Sure. That, that was the vibe. And we both, I kind of shrugged. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like as if I was apologizing to the matriarch of this black family well, I've never met. There she is having a, oh, a lovely, sure. I assume, birthday dinner. And uh, you had to ruin her day by uh, turning on the waterworks. It was, uh, it, it, for whatever reason, in a terrible situation, it left me feeling like, ah, man, people are great. So I left that. Here is my final one that I could that I could think of. I guess that was a silver lining story. I mean, it was a weird setup, very kind of negative energy, bad environment setup, but the payoff was silver lining-ish. It was a bad story to some degree, but the, the point of the story is that this woman and I had a connection. If we just went on here and talked about every fight I've ever had with anybody, I mean, well, we would have some content. Plenty of content, content Ryan. Content kings. <laughs> so here's the last one. And this one is also very minute, but damn, does it show humanity and really the, the juxtaposition of how people think. So I am living at mom's house at the time. I'm in my early 30s. I've, I, I ended up at mom's house from another huge cheating scandal. Mm -hmm. And uh, and you know how that goes. So you would say the boy cheating. Boy meets girl. The cheating. <laughs> boy did, cheats on girl. You would say the cheating did not work out for you. In boy your moves into mom's house. No. Well, it worked out in my favor just in terms of getting to know who I was and who I didn't want to be. So it, it, it worked out. So the cheating was bad, Ryan. The cheating was cheating good. Cheating was bad. All right, don't, I mean, how hard is it to say Nazis bad, cheating bad? I feel like I implied it, Tyler. I don't know what you want me to imply. They're right? very easy things to say. Not going to do it. So I am out on a run. When I'm sad, I, for whatever reason, really, uh, exercise is my go-to. I don't know. Just get those chemicals. It keeps my brain off of it, whatever the deal is. We get it. You lift, bro. Thank you. <laughs> I lift bros all the time. So I am out for a run. I've never been much of a runner. I, I don't enjoy it. It, it seems to me like torture. I don't know why anybody would pretend like they like it. Now, I understand why you would do it, but I don't know why you'd pretend like you like it. We all know you're lying. It sucks. I, I, I do it as often as I can. I try to do it every day. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Mm -mm. Cardio is just not my jam. Mm -mm. Unless it's Bacardio, which I'm also not into. That sounds like a cereal, limited time cereal that was made by Bacardi. It's just Bacardios. Orange flavored Bacardi. Mm. Is that still a thing? It used to be all over the place. It's like Bacardi Limon. Oh, I've actually, but, I've never heard of Bacardio. Sure. Mm. So, and what about Bacardi B? Have you, I'll move on. So I'm out for a run. Now, as I come up, I am running up. And of course I'm down this big, long, straight street. I could see them from a very far distance, 
to use, okay? Now, when you're in your early 30s, anybody in their late teens, early 20s, they're just a punk-ass kid. Do you understand how that goes, Tyler? I think a lot of people over the age of 30s and even 40s would agree with you. I think the older generations see the younger generations uh, as punk-ass kids. Always have for some reason. And the older that you get, the the bigger that scale becomes in which you're allowed to judge those people. Sure. Well, I mean, as you get older... Everybody else just becomes younger and younger, right? The population just gets more and more young. Can't we just become more self-aware as people and stop judging those that come after us? Is that a fucking possibility? My hatred has nothing to do with me. It has to do with these two kids, Tyler. And here's why. Who I've never met before. Who I've never met, but just look at them. Look at them. No, but you know what I mean. And especially I was dealing with such insecurity, which landed me at my mom's house. And it's just, you're suspicious of people. I think a lot of people who are going through what you and I discuss all the time, you see the world through a dark prism. You see the world as, how is this going to fuck me over? Every situation you go into, like, oh, what is, well, look at these two assholes. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's a lot easier to be in that position. I don't want to be absolute. I'm sure there's plenty of 30-year-olds that are don't think like that. Sure. I think that's just through our prism, but I totally understand what you're saying. I, and maybe it's Definitely. just the people that I run into, but I feel like that is replete out there. Not that the other side doesn't exist. I just think when you meet somebody who is relentlessly positive, it stands out. And I think there's a reason. Do you remember you and I just came back from a trip? That blonde woman who worked at Dunkin' Donuts the first time we went in there? I do. She was there the second time we went in there. But not helping. Not helping. Well, she was doing her own thing. Uh, Not helping. So she was relentlessly positive in a way that genuinely stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. I don't, I feel like I don't run into those kind of people all the time. And I used to be quite the opposite of that. I guess it depends on the culture of where you live. Sure. I, I think Miami, which is where we live, um, can run a little bit more selfish and rude as it were. But I also think it depends on where you go. Sure. If you're just out in the wild and, you know, run into somebody in, uh, you know, Navarro, our Spanish Walgreens, you're going to have a, a better time of running into somebody who's selfish than if you go somewhere like um, something that calls to you, like a church or a, or a get together of sorts. That makes sense. And it depends on who you surround yourself with. Now, at this time, I was not surrounding myself with the right people, including myself. So I am running down the street and these two guys are out on the street and they're throwing one of those Nerf footballs with the tail. Love it. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was like a missile. It is like a missile. Mm -hmm. It was just made, everybody's Peyton Manning with one of those things. I mean, and it makes that noise, you know? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? As if you're playing a um, a video game. Absolutely. You know, it puts the sound effects right there. Absolutely. In there or like a rocket is taking off out of my shirt sleeve. It's just it's just badass. It's just launched. Well, it just does devolve into who can throw it further. Of course. Or furthest, and excuse me. And it's me. And it's me. So as I'm running by, I don't know why I did this, but I shut my headphones off. I heard them talking and whatever. And- Sneaky, sneaky. Every single word that was coming out of their mouth was F this, F that, that, fucking thing and that sure. blah, 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 blah. Sure. And I immediately formed an opinion. I'm like, mm-hmm. look at these jerks, bro. This is like what's wrong with kids. You know, oh, I did the whole old person thing. <laughs> this is what's wrong with our youths, the youths these, days. these days. And yeah. I, I did this whole thing in my mind mm-hmm. as I was describing and I'm running by. And, and may I just say, I've been on both sides of that. Me too. Uh, anecdotally, I have been the person saying fuck every other word and I've been the person judging the person who says fuck every And that's, I'm glad you said that because I don't have the cleanest mouth. Go back and listen to the last 150 of these. I drop some bombs every now and then. All the time. We both do. We say F the F word plenty. Fucking right, Tyler. (laughs) So, (laughs) 
That was so sad. That was nice. Though. Nice. You nailed it. Thank you. You nailed it. Well, then let's cut this out. I want to seem confident. <laughs> so as I'm running by, and I don't know why this happened, and this is in the middle of my spiritual awakening explosion, mm-hmm. and this is for the first time in my life, I'm aware of myself. I put my music back on. I pass the first guy. He has his back to me because he's throwing back and forth with the other guy. I pass the other guy. I just keep running. I am also on a runner's high because I haven't been running a bunch and I'm running pretty far this time. So I, you, you know what I mean? When you're just like, I'm not even trying right now. My, my body is just floating along here as I, hmm, mine always seems like it's struggling for air at really? every second when I'm moving my body. I uh, just keep on pushing Tyler. You're going to get it <laughs> as I'm passing the second youth. For whatever reason, I've turned my music back on. I've just decided these two kids are assholes. These these little cursors are fucking assholes. You know what I mean? <laughs> As I pass this last kid, he looks me in my eye. I look him in his eye, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm I got my nasty face on. I've already judged you, bro. What are you looking at? You know what I mean? And he looks at me and he holds the football up. Here's the thing: I'll judge you, and I'll think you're a jerk. I want everybody to like me, man. It's just one of my deepest and saddest characteristics. I want everybody to like me. And in that moment, I'm like, oh, shit. So I say, yes. Go ahead, Tyler. Well, I, I think that it's not the judgment that's the problem. This is the the difference between these two things where it's not having the judgment. It's how do you treat somebody even though you've had the judgment? If you're being a jerk to somebody just because of that judgment, that is wrong. But just having the judgment but still approaching them with respect uh, that is the the show of a, of an adult, of a mature person. And that's the awareness that I wasn't even close to at that point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but with all of that being said, he held the, the football up and just- Like offering it to you? He, hey. You, you want to re- throw it? You ready? Mm. Tyler, without ever breaking stride, I said yes. I kept running past the second one. He bombed it to me in the perfect position, caught it right over my shoulder, Spun around. Now I'm running backwards. I throw it back. Hits him right in stride. We're all now laughing our asses off. Mm-hmm. I spin back around without ever speaking a word. Never saw those kids again and immediately burst into tears. Oh, wow. I, I mean, it may, I can feel it right now. Burst yeah. into tears, tears streaming down my face. How nice. Of just this moment of realization of, what a dick. I no, Okay, let me rephrase that. That guy? What a dick. What a dick, bick, bro. <laughs> he had a, a chute. Uh, that guy put it right in my bread box. Let's, put, let's say cannon. Uh, he had a cannon. <laughs> I would lick that guy's chooch. Uh, and, and, and it just, it was one of those moments that I think if you allow yourself, wake you up from the matrix. That like, dude, I judge these two kids based off of my own insecurities mm-hmm. for doing things that I do all the time. And that was a beautiful moment. And life, if you allow it, is beautiful. And, and I don't know if that speaks to anybody, but man, I'll remember that for the rest of my life. It really was something that just made me feel great. And I think kept pushing me down the road that I am now on. Would you say it was an epiphany of sorts? I wouldn't say an epiphany because I already had the information in there. It was just a nod from the universe of, hey, wake up wake up. Life is beautiful. You see it through this dark, ugly, you know, prism and you're in charge of that prism. What if the world is conspiring for your good? What if all these things that are really bad right now, what if this thing that's going on with your money, listen to the pregame and you'll get that reference Mm -hmm. 30 seconds after the show is to wake you up from something. 
What if this is a slap across the face to show you, dude, you are so lucky to be here breathing right now. You know what I mean? What you are describing is an epiphany. That is, it doesn't necessarily mean you first gain the, uh, the information. It's just that when you hear that information for the umpteenth time, that's right, I said it again, it clicks in your brain and, and, and hits you. Sure. Well, then that's fine. And, and I'm willing for it to be any of those things. I, I didn't think of it as, when I think of an epiphany, it's like as all of a sudden the, the scales are drawn from your eyes and now you see the world differently. I already had that information. But it was just something that just keeps showing me okay. as time goes on. I get it. I get it. Just like the 1111. I'll tell you this. And this is my last kook story a, here. A good gauge, if you will. We were just on on a vacation that coincided with my 40th birthday. So we called it my 40th birthday trip. August 5th, 1159. I kept looking at my watch. Kept looking at my watch. Kept looking at my watch. Not only because I want to see when I was 40, but also because we had been drinking all day and I just wanted it to be midnight because I was exhausted. Let's say happy birthday. Let's all go to bed. I'm drunk and tired. Was that the night with the pinata? No, it was the oh, night. Man. Oh, yeah. you. Oh, Tyler. Tyler starts drinking too early. I, I do. You I do. do. It Wait, was it, it's a leftover from who I was before where it's where it's a safety net for me. And I think if I start drinking now, I'll I'll feel better. I do not. Well, let's save this for, yeah. for the show because for sure. I actually want to talk about this. I, I, I'm interested in it. I, I just didn't want to leave the audience in the dark and, and sure. have, have them not know what we're referencing. Tune in to a thrown together show this weekend and we will discuss it because I'm actually interested in this. Yeah, sure. But the clock turns midnight and I didn't even notice. And somebody goes, Nicole says, hey, baby, you're happy birthday. You're 40, like immediately. So I look at my watch because I you know, want to see that it's now past midnight. and. I'm running my watch because I'm always running my watch because I'm a crazy person. My total calories that I had burned at that exact moment, mm -hmm. 1,111. Mm -hmm. And it's just those little things where it's like, dude, what are the chances of that happening? What a, And I know I sound like a, a nut, but One I- One out of 1,111, I would imagine. I believe, well, you know there are numbers past 1,111. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do, thought it stopped there. Do not look into infinity because <laughs> you'll never be able to afford it. They're nice cars. So the fact of the matter is, Dude, why why don't we try filtering through the idea of hey, this bad thing that is happening right now? It's because something good is going to happen. It's not oh, I'm cursed. Oh, I fuck everything up. Oh man, I'm the worst. It is like hey, something really good is going to happen to me today, and I and I believe that. And to answer your question, even though it may have been figurative, uh, is because why do we think that way? Because we've trained ourselves over our lives to think that way. And getting to the other side of that thinking positively is just training. Just like training your body at the gym, you got to train your mind. And that's the deal. You've already trained your mind. It's just gone in that other direction. Correct. These are just thought patterns. And that is why I think noticing these things is so important because we got to bring it back the other way. The, the, the evidence on the other side is there. You just got to look for it. Yeah, and it's very easy to become blinded to it when all sure. you've known is negativity for such a long time, whether it was placed on you as a child or you have attracted it to yourself as an adult. Uh, it's each of our own responsibilities to take that step and start thinking more positively. And it's a challenge, guys. Don't take this as me just saying, bro, just fucking do it. It is a challenge. Agreed. And uh, please reach out to us and let us know if any of these idiosyncrasies that have shown through. I think those would be great stories to hear. People's like, hey, the universe gave me a little wink and a nod when this happened. And For sure. How would they reach out to us and let us know that, Tyler? Text Ryan at his personal phone number, 555- 
That's not my phone number. Not a real number. 754. <laughs> that's, that's, thank God. Just give the area code and let's call it a day. Too real. Too go, real. Go to thosesguysyouhate.com and send us a message or subscribe. All the buttons are right there. Easily clickable for all of you. And thank you each and every one of you for the support you give to us. We love you guys. And thank you to you, Tyler. Thank you to the universe. Thank you. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. All right, now for real, Red Circle. Red Circle. Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. What's up, Tyler? Not much, man. How are you? I asked you how you were, and you were like, I am... I'll use it on the show. Yeah. We're now bartering with our own feelings. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, and I, and we've done this before. This is what we become, Tyler. I, well, it's just easier for me to talk about things with a microphone in front of my face. And I don't say that to the audience. I don't say that as a uh, shtick or as it, it just, there's something about sitting in front of this microphone that really helps me open up. Well, and it really uh, stops me from being able to react in the way that I would like to being on <laughs> camera it is my safety and net. audio. <laughs> Like, I, you know, these people aren't going to be here forever, Tyler. We're going to have to deal with one another. I have this uploaded to a secure location just in case anything happens to me. All the video evidence is there to find. I've mailed this to a friend, (laughs) and if they don't hear from me in three days. Uh, Yeah, I'm in a very, one of the weirdest places I've ever been in, in my entire life. Because I have never felt better while equally being in one of the most stressful situations of my life, of my adult life. What is the stressful situation? I have never been this poor. Oh, wow. I I, I am literally living, um, I'll even be honest with the audience. I asked my mother recently for $100. Mommy? Mommy. Asked Mama Menendez for $100. And and that has been my food for the week. Like without that money, I have, oh, you know what? I'll even go a step further. My bill for my cell phone came in today and I didn't have the money. So I spent the first 45 minutes after waking up rolling quarters wow. into rolls so I could pay my cell phone bill. Because they don't even give you a warning. They just shut that shit off. Really? <laughs> well, they definitely give you a warning. <laughs> no, no. Once it reaches the day after your 30 days that you paid for, there is no, hey, pay the bill. It's just your service is what, over. What service is that? Verizon. What's, oh yeah. Mine doesn't do that. Oh yes. I don't no wait, warning. I don't wait until the third time. They're like, yo, shit is real. Oh, and I'm man. like, stop texting me. <laughs> Who is this? Unsubscribe. Wow. And that is a, go ahead. Sorry. sorry. You're not, you're good. You handled that perfectly. <sighs> that is very stressful. Money problems stay with you. There's certain things that, 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 you know, go to bed with you and wake up with you. Money is up there. For sure. And I I should openly admit on the front end of this conversation, or should I say at the end, uh, I, I have ne- I've been in a very, very, very fortunate position in my life where my family never had to worry about money. So I don't come from a place. Like, because you're white. People, well, I'm and pretty, pretty sure there are rich minorities, Ryan. I, <laughs> they're the minority of rich people. Well, that. yeah, that is true. Um. Uh, we, you don't recall back when we were growing up in Hollywood, we were not well off. Our parents, you know, always kept us comfortable and all that stuff. We were white trash ish. 
White trash adjacent. Uh, my favorite example is a couple houses down. There was a person who had carpet in their One driveway. One house, the guy next to us. Oh, <laughs> uh, was it right next door? Not carpeted driveway, but like that really old school fake grass kind of carpet, <laughs> like the outdoor carpet. Sure. Everybody from the 80s knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not talking about the fake turf that is incredible now. I'm talking about it just looks like- uh, It's the stuff that Beetlejuice, Michael Keaton would come out of the, sure. out of the ground of, and it was sure. the fakest shit you'd ever see. Exactly right. Yes. It, there is no chance that's organic. And he had just two strips of it going up his driveway for the car tires, which oh. is not just white trash. It doesn't make any sense. It, it feels to me like something that would get much dirtier than the driveway. Call the driveway, bro. Yeah. You're supposed to drive on the way. But yet we drive on a parkway. I don't get it. Now, how are you dealing with this mentally? This I find this to be interesting. It's is a, there something I could do? I mean, I, I I could help you out, buddy. No, no. I mean, unless you want to help me murder somebody who's carrying a shitload of cash on them, and then we just take it. Name but this then, person. But then I would just be your next victim, and okay, you keep it all for sure. yourself. So that's- It would be like the beginning of Dark Knight Rises. You turn around, <laughs> and I would just have a gun pointed at your face. Yeah, the boss told me that, too. <laughs> <laughs> what a great I don't know why you immediately went gravelly Italian. Well, <laughs> pasta vazul. Uh, what a great way to draw somebody into a movie. For uh, sure. I, for me, upper echelon of starting off a movie where I'm like, I got to see how this plays out. For sure. So back to my in incredibly traumatic experience at the moment. What buddy. were you saying, Bruce? <laughs> um, so what do you do? Um, well, I'm in a very, very weird place. So simply why I won't get into the logistics or the uh, too much of the details. You already said your old quarters logistics already been spent. Oh no, not that. I'm happy to acknowledge all of that. I just mean that I work for commission on our separate job that you guys will never know about. We don't talk about that. But I, I work purely off of commission. And the way that it is structured is that I am paid a certain amount. And then depending on how my sales are, I get paid whatever is left over at the end of the year. We don't talk about that. Yes, but we are coming up on that. I, I have thought of that myself. And so the money that is owed to me for the sales that I've put forth this previous year will more than cover almost all of, all of my sure. issues. So until that happens- <laughs> I like that you said almost. Almost all of them, not all of them. <laughs> Repair my relationship with my dad, <laughs> paycheck. I don't think the money's going to cover that. Well, then I quit. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing here? So I am just now in this limbo where while I'm in said limbo, I am in a very stressful position. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. But there is a light at the end sure. of the tunnel. So I'm using this as a learning experience while also acknowledging it is really fucking stressful. I was wondering why you were eating those sticks yesterday when I got <laughs> home. It was weird. Uh, yes, I was in this situation. I had quite a spiritual experience, as I do with everything, because I'm going crazy. I had quite a spiritual experience with this. I <clears throat> am a money hoarder. I like to... Uh, hide money from myself in various places where- <laughs> On you? Yeah. <laughs> Check each nook and cranny. I'm like one of those scratch off trees that mom gives us for Christmas. That's right. It's just the, re the reference is our mom gives us a little plastic tree and attached to each basically leaf of that tree is one of those little scratch offs. And, it's fun. and what those Christmas trees are made out of? The stuff that was on that guy's driveway. It's totally fair. Am I right? It's totally fair. Wow. This is a show just for us. So- I hide things from myself. I bartended for a long time. I'm still bartending. I, I've, I've kept it as an ancillary job. You worked with me for a little bit. I had, did. Had you stayed, you'd have money. Uh, and I'd probably still be an alcoholic though. Sure. Yeah. It's fun, Tyler. Come back. We miss you. <laughs> it was just us too. So now it's just getting weird. So uh, I kept, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of congeal this into one brief story, but for me, it really had big time meaning. I 
saved all my singles mm-hmm. from last time that I bartended. I, I put all these little caches of money. I never cashed in my paychecks, all that stuff. And I cashed in the very, I had about $3,000 in singles mm-hmm. and I was going to the bank and bringing them in. You can't put that into the ATM. 70 at, no. 70 at a time, you're going to be there for a bit, my friend. You start to draw attention. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. So I, on, on my very last cash in where I, I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent mm-hmm. next month. Yeah. Yeah. What about rent? Well, you'll be paid again. I, I by will, then. I, I, thankfully I will be paid right before rent hits and I will be able to make that. No problem. Well, that's when work started paying me again. And mm-hmm. it, it was like, I was down to my, my, my bottom dollar as one orphan with no pupils would say. And, uh, why doesn't the little orphan have pupils? You know, little, little orphan Annie. She didn't have pupils. Not in the, she it, was a redhead. Not in the original, uh, cartoon. Famously, no pupils. We can review. That sounds dark as shit. She's we already. Why do you think she was orphaned? Probably because she can't see. <laughs> She's the children of the corn. She just dyed her hair. <laughs> so, so, uh, well, anyway, I know that this doesn't help out at all or any of that stuff, but I got you, bro. I mean, listen, I'm not swimming in cash either. I'm still waiting on that big payday myself. Sure. But uh, I got you. If you need anything, you've always, we've taken care of each other. I, I don't want you to suffer through that at all, man. I got you. You can pay me back or whatever the deal is. You let me know. Man. I appreciate it. I just find myself in this very unique position to learn a lesson that Use I it. never, I never learned before. And it's also the struggle of asking for help, which as sure. you know, is fucking difficult for me. Even for both of us. And yes. we've, we've now lived together for a long time and we, we struggle I just asked you to take me 15 minutes away tomorrow to the airport and it like hurt me. So, well, so true. Please let us know how this goes as the trials continue. We'll do. Here we go. Don't you dare ask me for a fucking dollar. Okay. 